Bros Talking Sports Podcast. My name is Trace. This is our very first episode. We're very excited. I'm here with my brother, Michael. Michael, how's it going today? Doing well. Just sitting in here in my basement, ready to talk some sports with my bro. Definitely the older brother and definitely the wiser brother. We'll see. Uh, we are recording here down in our makeshift studio in the Weeks Basement Bar. Uh, we're just here to talk sports. Basically, the reason we're doing this is me and Michael, we get into into some sports arguments quite often. Heated, heated um, arguments. And we just figured, you know, it's probably time. Why not just, why not put it out there for people to listen to? And maybe they'll think he's right. Maybe they'll think I'm right. But too often we get into sports arguments and we have nobody to, uh, nobody to be the middleman and say who's right. So we thought we'd come to this. Um, we are a Wisconsin sports, we are Wisconsin sports fans, born and bred. Um, Brewers, Bucks. Packers, Wisconsin Badgers, all that, then a couple other teams as well. Michael, who else do we cheer for? Uh, the Duke Blue Devil basketball team, definitely. Um, we also enjoy golf, uh, so we, we dabble in some some daily fantasy DraftKings, um, how much we are disappointed in live. the live Tour. Yeah, this is this is a PGA, PGA Tour Pro podcast. We will... There will not be much live talk on this podcast. Um, we are when it when it comes to us, live is dead. We we couldn't care any less than their little shotgun start golf outing crap that they do. Um, we are PGA Tour Pro, and it will not be very much live talk. So if that's what you're coming here for, you're in the wrong spot. Go somewhere else. Wrong place. Yep. Um, so really, on this podcast, we're going to talk it all. We're going to talk NFL and NCAA football, uh, NBA and college basketball. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk golf, and then we're also going to probably talk fantasy sports as well because we, like Michael said, we do DraftKings. But fantasy football is coming up. We're both very, very invested into that, um, and then we're just going to debate some sport topics because, like I said, we 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 argue quite a bit on some sports topics and we just have nobody to nobody to sit there for us and and listen to it other than our our friends in our group chat and i think half the time they just open it and close it because they don't care um we definitely we definitely like the uh the olympics too definitely getting in the olympics some world cup yeah might might throw some english premier league out there a little bit just checking the standings well we'll we'll for sure talk the the world cup that's coming up in november in November in in uh, in Qatar, which is a little different. Normally, it's in the summer, but if, I think if you play in the summer in Qatar, you might. I read somewhere it had to get backed up yeah, too. You literally might melt in Qatar, so yes. um, we will definitely talk that when that's coming around. Uh, very excited for the U.S. men's team. Uh, this is probably their best team in a long time. Um, so Netherlands, homage to Netherlands. Did, did Netherlands make it? Yes, Netherlands okay. made it. Well, I saw they were in a tough draw in, in, in the Euro. <laughs> yes, so, they made Euro it. Euro qualifying. So. Um, we're watching the Brewers right now as we speak. Um, speaking of the Brewers, they have a huge series this weekend against the Cardinals. They're currently a half game back in the playoff race. Um, right now they're down 2 to nothing out of the Cardinals in the top of the fifth here. Um, Eric Lauer ran into some trouble in the first inning. He, he walked the first batter, got a very generous strike three call. Very generous strike three call. Uh, human umpiring at its finest. Uh, and then Paul Goldschmidt does what Paul Goldschmidt's done literally all year. He's an MVP candidate. Um, and he hit a two-run home run. The Brewers trail two nothing as we as we speak, and looks like they just struck out in the top of the fifth when they they had a chance. So it was amazing when Paul Goldschmidt came up. You know, you, you're talking ab- about the game. You hear the you know you hear the announcers and they're talking about Paul Goldschmidt and this type of player that he is. Sure enough, right on cue, uh, fouls one off. 
outside, tough pitch, fouls it off, wants something inside. They're talking, uh, Carantini's on the call tonight. He's talking about if he gets that ball outside, that's where his cold zones are. Gets one right down the middle, slide right down the 400 feet, just was, out, bomb. Just, it was it was just, you could tell off the crack of the bat. It was it, it was, it was kind of the spot where Ryan Braun hit that uh, the go-ahead home run. The I think it was in 2018, the the grand slam. Grand slam, yes. Um, is Paul Goldschmidt a Hall of Famer? Do we do we think that? I mean, he's he's putting up the the career. I mean, he he's he's got the longevity. I mean, I I think why not? Well, look, I mean, he's Gold Glover. Here, here's his numbers right here. He's a seven-time All Star, four-time Gold Glover, four-time Silver Slugger. His worst career full career year was his first year with the Cardinals. He hit 260, career low. He's a career 296 hitter. But he also hit 34 home runs and 97 RBIs that year. And that's his worst year. I might challenge there might not be a Brewer right now who's hitting 260. No, I that's, think, think Yelich came in hitting 259. That is, that is how crazy it is. His worst season, we don't have to have a Brewer hitting at least 260. In his, in his worst season, he had 34 home runs and almost 100 RBIs. Um, wait, there, there's a stat out there in baseball. It's called OPS plus. If you have a hundred, you're an average hitter. Yes. His OPS plus this season, that season, his worst season was 115. So he was still an above average hitter. But like I said, seven seven time All Star, four time Gold Glove, four time Silver Slugger. I mean, the dude just rakes. Um, he's been in the MVP voting almost every single year for the past. It, it looks like eight years. And what did we say when he got traded to the Cardinals? We're, we're in trouble. He's a Brewers. Killer. Yeah. There's 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 multiple them out there, but he is definitely one. He is definitely a Brewers killer. Um, are him and Nolan Arenado the like they might they could very well be the best first base and third base combo in the yeah, league, and they don't one, even get talked about. One two. They don't even I, get talked about. It's weird. It's like it's like St. Louis. Yeah. Awesome, pay, awesome baseball town, by the way. Payroll there. wise, I'm not sure where they're at payroll wise, but they it is a very impressive baseball town they take their their baseball very seriously there and if they just even if you're up five games on they they make these runs they made last year 17 game yep. winning streak to, to get in the playoffs to get into the play, like it's insane and then they, they fired their manager by the way because they, they were talking about it last year or they were talking about it tonight last year they caught the padres in the wild card to, to get the wild card, who did they play in that wild card game? They, play, they lost to the Dodgers, right? They lost they to the off. Dodgers. I'm thinking Dodgers and Padres. Who would be? The Giants. I totally yep, the forgot Giants, about the, the Giants. I turned for the, the Giants had year. like a 100 win season yep. last year. Yep. I think because did the the Giants won in game 163, didn't they? They got in the playoffs, right? Last year? They beat the Dodgers because that's they, where the Dodgers they, had to go to the wild card. They won the, they won the division. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, looking at Nolan Arenado as well. I mean, seven-time All-Star, nine-time Gold Glove, four-time Silver Slugger. I mean, his glove's amazing. His defense is amazing. It's you know, and then you put a guy like that in Hitters Park as long as he was at Coors Field. Yeah, he he's definitely got some good numbers. Here, let's put it this way: every year that he's been in the major leagues, including his rookie year, he's won the Gold Glove. Yeah, every year. I mean, yeah. that that is insane and. Why? Why not give it to him this year too? It's, I mean, he just—he's he's it's, it's just like a flick of the wrist, and it's the first. It's—it's it's crazy. He's—he's his hands are so good, and I think that's why he makes him such a good hitter too. Is he can fight things off. He can fight pitches off that that 
you know, guys are trying to get him with their out pitch and, and he fights them off and sees something he likes and can drive it. Yeah, I, they're, they're for, their corner infield is not, they don't struggle. I mean, no. they're, they're, good at the, they're good at the whole thing. And, and, and they, there's a reason the Cardinals are good every year. They have a very good farm system, a very good scouting. Yeah. Um, they, they are always finding guys. Um, it, it's, they're, they're impressive, especially for a rival. Like I said, we, we follow the Brewers more than we follow the Cardinals, but there is respect there for the Cardinals. Cubs, I don't have any yeah, respect, respect for the Cubs. Um, speaking of, you brought up the Padres for speaking of the Padres, big news coming out today. Fernando Tatis was suspended 80 games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. Uh, that means he's done for the year, done for the playoffs as well. Yeah, um, I but didn't then, realize. I was, hope, I was thinking, okay, so if he's done and they make a run in the postseason no, and just play a, 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 a three-game series and a five-game series and a seven-game, like how far can he get? Nope. That, well, that, that postseason does not count He's done that. for the first 42 games of next yeah, year, Yeah, I, I thought I saw 30-some, 40-some yeah, games It's 42 games. Um, that, that could be big for the Brewers because if the Brewers don't win the division, I mean, the Padres are currently, I believe, they're still in the wild card. They're, they're only 3-5 and five since acquiring Juan Soto, um, but I mean, that lineup's good. And, and it is. Tatis was really close to coming back. He was it in AAA is. rehabbing. So th- this could be big. The, the crazy thing is, is you just went all in you you literally just went all in you got hater who's who has still struggled he is i mean he is blew a save there and i gave up three I, runs and i get it you know how many hits the giants had in that game in that inning one yeah. three walks one hit and that that's where he struggled with the brewers at the end of end of his i brewers get career. it he, but, he couldn't throw strikes but but he 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 always seems to figure it oh, out yeah. he's, no, a, he's he's, he's, he's got top stuff. Five he'll be fine he'll be fine you you go and get a guy like juan soto you you traded four of your top prospects to get one. Might have even been more than that. Yeah, it, it's just it's crazy. And how much are you paying Tatis? Yeah, he just a signed lot. a fourteen-year, three hundred and some million dollar contract. Yep. That's that's what's crazy about it is as a Padre fan today, that was a tough one. It, I should say, if you're a Padre fan today, that was a tough one. Yeah, I mean, he and the reason he was hurt, he broke his wrist in a motorcycle accident. So, okay, uh, there, I mean, there's, uh, you just, you know, you kind of wonder. He is still only 23 years old. You know, does he have the maturity figured out? He's currently making this year, he's only making $5 million. But every year it goes up to 7, 11, then he's in the 20s for the rest of his career. And he ends up getting into the 30s. You have him until 2035. Yeah, no, and I, and I totally get that. He came out, he, he, he said it was... Um, for some sort of ring ringworm, ringworm, ringworm. Yep. He took this medication from. But you know, here's the thing: if you're a professional athlete, especially in baseball, where you're being tested, or, or football, because this has happened. I mean, you look at the Brewers uh, player earlier. You know, we Severino. talked about this. They have all the resources. You can you, find you, something. You can't tell me you can't call somebody and say, "Hey, is, is this, this medication? Can I take this? Yeah, is it? I, is it I okay? Completely you know agree. what I don't understand is. All these, all these franchises in any sport have team doctors. How are these team doctors not prescribing it? I just do. Do you think these guys are still hiding it? Like, do you think that they're they, they don't want to tell anybody? So then they take it. Then they end up getting tested. They're like, oh crap. Yeah, but he's getting tested for ringworm. Like, what 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 are you hiding? Did you have ringworm? Yeah, I I hey, I couldn't tell you. Like, I mean, it, it's a it's definitely a mistake, and it, it hurts the Padres a lot oh, this it year. Oh, totally does. And they haven't played well since they got Soto. I mean. Juan Soto, he's a generational talent. He, he's unbelievable. 
Um, and I did find it interesting that he's already back in his Washington. You know, I, thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to say this. I am so sick and tired. I'm reading this article and they're talking about how Juan Soto said it's going to be an emotional return back to Washington. He wanted out. Okay. Thank you. You want a World Series there. That is, you know, like you can't. You can't put something on it. That is that is impressive. That no, you know, you're, you're you're gonna have some. He'll always be loved there. Exactly. He won the World Series. Exactly. But don't tell me that it's gonna be emotional for you. Well, I get it's emotional, but you don't have to come out and say it's emotional when you turn down four hundred four hundred fifty million dollars and you're the one who wanted. Well, out. is is Washington is DC considered a small market? For sports, uh, are they kind of like medium, middle of the pack? Because I mean, the only thing is, is that when you look at the numbers, it only equaled up to thirty million about a year. Which, okay, a lot of money. But for him, in two years, he's gonna get. He could get more than that. That that's why he didn't accept the deal because it didn't average out. But again, you say it's emotional, but you turned down the deal. They, this exactly. small market team who brought you up, put trust in you, offered you the best that they could do. Where so you've already future, won. Where you've exactly. Already so they show you you can do it, Ugh. and then you decide no, so. I, I want to get my money. So when 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 you have a guy like that, and I'm not saying Soto's a, a selfish player or anything like that. I don't know enough about the guy, but as far as that goes, if I'm a franchise and I try and give you that type of money. That type of reigns on our friend, you are going to be here for the rest of your career. Okay? And you say no to that, you better get a ransom form, which they did, and I hope Washington becomes a better team of it. And Soto, you have your fun out in San Diego. Well, Let's it, let it happen. It, it happened to Bryce Harper. He leaves for Philly. And yeah, literally, and literally the exact next year, they win yes, the World Series. It was awesome. And I like Bryce Harper. No, I do too. He, uh, he just committed to play for the Team USA World Baseball Classic team as well. Right. So they, they, have, they have Arnado, Goldschmidt. We just talked about them. Harper, Trout, and Ramuto are the only guys that they've named. That, that's going to be a good team. But when, when are they playing the World Baseball Classic? World Baseball Classic, it's in March. Okay. Middle, middle to end of March. What is happening in March? Oh, March Madness. Okay, it, so, still, so World, Base, World Baseball Classic. I'm going to watch it. I'm not interested. Okay. Anyways, we'll move on to the Brewers here. Okay, so as, as we talked about, the Brewers have a huge series this weekend. They're, they're half game back of the Cardinals currently. Um, Eric Lauer started tonight against Jordan Montgomery. Uh, they're still currently down 2 nothing in the bottom of the fifth right now. Goldschmidt's up, so that could change very soon. Um, <laughs> tomorrow they got Burns going. I mean, I think it, it's Burns against Wainwright. Wainwright's having a – I mean, the dude's like 40 years old. Oh, no, he, he's a di dinosaur in terms of pitching. Crazy. And he, he's 8-8 eight eight with a 3.42 ERA. So he's still having a great year for a 40-year-old pitcher. How but many curveballs do you think he throws them out? <laughs> with, with Burns on the mound, you you got to get a win. Now, Burns hasn't looked great since the All-Star break. I mean, his command hasn't been there. I mean, he, he's he's grinded. He's had really good starts, but not the typical Corbin Burns See, the, starts. The thing was is he had the, the, the game that they that he gave up the four runs. They had the, the, the Was that the game back-to-back-back -back -back home runs, the Pirates, and then he gives up four and fifth? Well, that's always been a thing over his career. He, does, he will give up home runs. He will. Yeah. With, with Burns, I think it was just, you know, it, it, it's it's – it's kind of like that. It just all happens at once. Yeah, and if he can get through, if he can give up one run in those innings, or if he can get 
uh, through that with, with some with some struggle, but still get out of it without getting anywhere. He, he's got dominant, dominant stuff. Which it, his his cutter is it, it's a special pitch. Well, and when you talk about mental game, he's talked about how much he has improved with that. I mean, his second year in the bigs, we saw how how different he could be, how bad it could be. So, I mean, he's gone a long way with that. Well, they were talking in um, eighteen. He was in the bullpen. Yep. He he was lights out in the bullpen went to a starter struggled went down had the maturity to fix his you know mechanics well he was he was bad that year too yeah i mean his era was probably in the seventh strictly out of the stretch now he's strictly out of stretch no strictly that was one of the changes in yes. the, the pitching lab that they have in arizona that was yes. one of the changes he made and, and he came back and he has been dominant i mean the dude's been a top five starter since 2020 since the COVID year i mean yeah. it's 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 amazing how good of a pitcher he is but like i said tomorrow you gotta win you, you, you do. Especially if you don't win tonight, because th- this is your guy. This is this is the number one player that you want on the mound. This is the number one player that you could argue any team in the National League wants on the mound. The the difficulty is is like tonight. What who are the Brewers going up against? Left-handed pitching. Yeah, and they, right. They struggle against left-handed pitching, and it makes no sense. A guy like Keston Hira, you should be raking off left-handed pitching. Well, and, just, and Jordan Montgomery ain't no slouch. I mean, no. the, the Yankees only traded him because they needed a center fielder. They right. just traded they him for Bader. 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 Yeah, I mean, that's a straight you up. don't see straight-up trades like that, no. um, especially on a guy that is a top you – know, he's in your starting rotation. You do not see teams like the Yankees who are in the pennant race trading away starting pitching. J- Judge hit his 46th home run of the year yeah, tonight. Dude, that dude's insane. The, the guy mashes – if anybody could have taken a bet on themselves and paid off more of it, it's him this year. Because so how much is he gonna make? Are the Yankees gonna? I mean, the only thing about Aaron Judge is he, he's not your typical. You know, he's not like the rest of the he's stars that are twenty five. He's, he's not, thirty. He's thirty. He's thirty. So he's not gonna get a ten year deal. I mean, if somebody gives that to him, they're stupid. I mean, that that's terrible. Yeah. We've seen it with Pujols; it didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of guys that just hasn't worked out. If you are not twenty years old, you're not gonna. You should not get a ten year deal. Um, but then, okay, so moving on to Brewers. Sunday they got Ashby on the mound. Okay, a- Ashby has good stuff. I, honestly, he's like two and ten. He he's two and ten as a four point three two area. I think he gets unlucky a lot. Yes, I, I think there's I a lot of too. weird stuff that happens yep. in his starts, and they're yep. going up against Michaelis that night, who, who again is a decent pitcher. He's eight nine, is a three point five zero ERA. Hopefully Michaelis can pitch like he did the other. Yeah, <laughs> against the Rockies he oh got shelled. My uh, did goodness. he did he get out of the first inning? I, I thought he had like two thirds. I I but I saw, t- was it. Fourteen hits and ten earned. It, it wasn't good. It was um, yeah. It was it, it was difficult. If, it was if the Brewers drop tomorrow and have to go up against Michaelis to not get swept, I'm, yeah, I'm that, worried because Michaelis is, is a good pitcher. He is. He is a very good pitcher. I mean, he he's obviously he's been an all star before. And so that was was that out in that, that was, was in Colorado. In, was in so Colorado. his last start, he went two and two thirds, fourteen hits, ten earned runs, two strikeouts. Two and two thirds. Two and two thirds. So I he got an eight out, and his ear his ear is at three fifty. Okay, if you take that start <laughs> out, it's probably close to three. Yeah, you know, yeah, it might that's... even be sub three. I mean that you gave up ten earned runs in two and two thirds, and his two starts before that he went six and a third, gave up three runs. The start before that he gave up seven, or no, pitched seven innings, gave up two runs. So it, I mean that both was an anomaly. Starts that was an anomaly, right? Both quality um, starts. And, well, and we know it's an anomaly. He's a good pitcher. Yeah, just some days you're just off. And he clearly didn't have his, his, his stuff. Correct. 
Um, so baseball, do we have anything else? Oh, well, what did you think of the hater trade? First of all, what did you think of that? Talking more about the Brewers. I, I'm, I'm coming around on it a little bit, but the difficulty for me is the thing that Milwaukee has been running with these last four or five years is bullpen. Correct. And you just traded away your best piece. Well, you in the basically bullpen. just rebuilt your bullpen. Like you, you changed it completely. I know. I, I just not that I don't think Devin Williams is a is a serviceable closer. I mean, clearly he's not hater. Clearly he's not hater. It just yeah, just very different pitcher, very different type of pitcher. I just I'm not sure. Like, yeah. hater is a. I mean, he he is a he's. A four, four-time All-Star? Four, he's been in the All-Star game four years in a row now. Four years in a row. Yeah, he's been NL reliever three of those four years. But the one year he wasn't NL reliever the year he was Williams. Was Devin Williams. Well, it was Williams. Well, Williams. So. And I get it. And I get it. But that's, you know, that's like a great wide receiver um, when you have three of them. It's who's the best one. You know what I mean? You're, you're not getting double teamed because A is getting double teamed over here. It just—it seems like he's not pitching the high leverage innings that Hader was, and now and now he's going into that spot. The, the ninth inning is different, but I, I wouldn't say that they haven't thrown him in tough tough spots. I mean, he he would if it was the eighth inning and they were in trouble and he wasn't pitching, he was the guy they bring in. You know, he he would pitch the ninth a lot as well if they were tied, and then Hader would pitch the tenth. So I get what you're saying. He yeah. wasn't in the ninth. He wasn't the closer, but he's been in high leverage situations. He has he been. Has. But but you want to talk about a guy who puts pressure on himself? Yeah, he does. He has guys on base all the time. He does, and not inherited runners. These are self-induced uh, runners walked. on They're, base. He, he does walk a Dude, lot. Dude, these strikeouts that these umpires are calling right now, it, it it's it's that, that's, laughable. That's three four inches off the plate. It, it's la- what I mean. Robo umps can't come no, soon enough. Oh my goodness. Robo umps and a pitch clock. The the difficulty about robo umps. Is there is nothing that I enjoy more than going on YouTube and watching the John Boy breakdowns? Well, not, not I, I just like going out and doing May ejections, June ejections, <laughs> and July ejections. And, and all, the eje- all the ejections are because the, the pitches are four or five inches oh off my the plate. Gosh. Or it's like, it'll all be a half inch, but it's been the whole night. Like the Kyle Schwarber one, oh, where, where he got yes. ejected against the Brewers. And yes. he's like, it's, it's all it's night, here. both it's sides. Here. It's high, it's, <laughs> it's up, it's low, it's, it's everywhere. It is. Aaron Boone. Oh, Aaron, I love he's, I love Aaron. I, I don't like the Yankees. You're going to find a little bit. I do not like the Yankees, but Aaron Boone has... He will rip on those umpires. So and and I would say eight out of ten times he's got he's got he's right he, he's got a gripe he's got a gripe. So my 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 favorite's the one where he's he's talking he's yelling at the ump and he goes I feel bad for you he goes <laughs> I feel bad for you he's like tighten that shit up I feel bad for you and <laughs> it's you, just like did you oh, did you see the one where he came up and he goes it's not too late. Yep. It's not too late. And the guy's like, well, it's not too late. He probably said it 15 to, it's not too late. And what he's meaning is, it's the eighth inning. There's still some game left. You don't have to 
keep on sucking well, it, right now. The, the one that, the one that I was talking about, it, he's like, I feel bad for it. He's like, you started off really, whatever the guy's name was, it was Brandon's like, you started off really poor Brandon. I feel bad for you, but you got an opportunity to change this around. And then, you know, Gardner, Gardner's up there and that he's yes. taking his, taking yes. his bat, hitting the dugout. Yeah, I've never seen anybody get down. ejected uh, for literally just beating on, uh, on the dugout. That, that would be, those if you, classic. if you've never watched the John Boy media, uh, breakdown of Aaron Boone he says my guys are savages in the box you need to go watch it <laughs> yes they, my guys are savages, savages in this box <laughs> it, it is great I've never heard yeah savages used that way in a baseball it's, it's term great. but it is it is pretty classic um pretty so classic. The, the Brewers are coming off a, a two-game sweep of the Rays it, it was a good series the the game two win was a big one it was a walk-off by Willie Adamas in the 10th that that, that game was just a grind out game they found a way to win how about that defense in the top of the 10th? Yep. Did you see that defense in the top of the 10th? They, they, you start a guy on second, obviously. That's the new rules. Are you yay or nay? I, for I, it? I love it. I, I do too. I, I, I've been to, uh, in the people that were there with me, I've been, I've been to my fair share of games where it's, oh, yes. it got into the 17th inning. I think I watched, I had, I think I watched one 14th or 15th I inning. I had two taking me out to the ball games and three sausage races that game. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. So yeah. I, I am a fan of it. Like, I mean, the games don't usually go past the third. The longest one I've seen in the last two years is 13 or 14 innings. Yeah. If you can't get a guy in in five innings when you start on second, or you're matching. Or, or yeah. You need right, to just or, or, or score two if the other team scored one. Well, normally, I, I get what you're saying. Normally, if it gets to about the, the 12th, you start seeing teams actually bunt. Yeah. Nobody yeah. bunts anymore. Uh, so, incidentally, did you see that... Um, in that game against the Rays, after they got out of out of got out of the inning the in the top, yeah, the top of the tenth, they uh, decided to walk Yelich there. Yelich was the first batter up. They yep. walked him to yep. to intentionally to get that uh, force on, and that's when McCutcheon well, got the hit. No, it was Adamas. Adam- I'm sorry, Adamas that got the hit. They yes. got their scouting. Adamas yes. has been as clutch as anybody in Milwaukee in the two years. So he, he I, has. I, think they got that I would. Run. I would love to see him. I would love to see somebody swing hard, you know, with one strike, but with two strikes, you gotta tighten that up. You gotta. You gotta choke up an inch or two and try and just put something in play. Put the ball in play. I I, I agree. It, it, you know, that's the way I was. I was coached on the way up. Just. This guy in second, there's no outs or one out. For me, I was a lefty. You got to pull at the first base, and you, you do. don't you don't see that anymore. You do. You just see guys just try to hit. Hundred percent have to. But uh, it's just not the way the game's played anymore. Um, anything else on Brewers? I think we're good on. The All Brewers. right. So the one other thing for MLB that we we're doing here is obviously we want the Brewers to win the World Series. I just probably not going to happen. I, I I just don't think with the lineup they have. I mean, or their I, payroll. Or the payroll. Yep. I just. They don't have consistent enough hitters to do it, which, you know, if I hope they make me eat my words. I really do. But I just I don't think they're going to do it. I, I, I would love for them to get the playoffs, maybe even win a series. And that's um, the thing. You get into the playoffs, and, you have it, a and, and, if, and if you're hot, the, 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 the thing is, is when those teams get into the playoffs and you're playing well and you're getting hot, you have a chance. You've got to put yourself in that position to do it. Well, and the, the problem was last year, other than Rowdy Tellez, every brewer was cold. In the postseason, in the three, yeah. in the four games. Yeah. I mean, we, we went to the we went to game one together, and the yeah. only reason they won, they won two nothing, because Rowdy Tellez hit a two run home run. I think they had three hits. Yeah. yeah. Rowdy hit a two run home run. So, 
that's the thing with the Brewers. They, they have guys that are proven hitters in the majors, but they're streaky hitters. They Like we said, they don't have a guy who hits 290 and 30 home runs. They just don't have it. That's just not who they are. That's not the way they're built. They're a defense-first team, and they rely on their pitching. Um, but anyways, so we, we both picked a team that we're going to cheer for other than the Brewers in the playoffs. Um, I think if you pick a team that doesn't get into the playoffs, I don't know what to tell you, Michael. Um, <laughs> you should have picked better, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start off first with who you picked so, and why and tell us a little so about So first of all, we're going to go with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. I, I like the Blue Jays. Okay. They're, they're a fun team. So a couple reasons why we're going for the Blue Jays. Uh, number one, I dislike the Yankees. So I want to see somebody try and contend with them over there. See, how Michael feels about the Yankees is how <laughs> I feel about the Dodgers. He grew up when the Yankees yes. were in World Series after yes. World Series World Series. Me, now, that's the oh, Dodgers, Dodgers for me. I can't stand the and Dodgers. 2018 irks me. <laughs> well, it irks yeah. me. No, I but anyways, me. continue, me. Michael. I get it. The Blue Jays. Uh, the Blue Jays. Um, Bo Bichette, great hair, by the way. Another, I, thing, I another thing that I really enjoy about the Blue Jays is the older I get the more I enjoy a professional player, a professional athlete whose father was a professional athlete. I absolutely love it. And they and have multiple. Yeah, they do. They have Bichette, they have Biggio, and they have Guerrero Jr. I, I love it. I think it's awesome. Obviously, you've got George Springer, which was, I think, an underrated trade. I mean, he was a catalyst out in Houston. Was that a trade or was it a signing? Well, I think I, it was I a signing. Apologize. I apologize. I think it was, it was a sign. But I, I do, I do, you know, like that. Um, you know, I was looking at some numbers. Um, you have a guy that's hitting uh, with the power that he is, Guerrero, but he's also hitting 287. I'm not talking about home runs. I'm just talking about nice hit hitting. Uh, Guriel, <coughs> excuse me, three three oh nine. He's hitting right now. Yep. Um, good role player. Whit Merrifield. Liked him. That was a good trade. Liked him in in uh, in KC. Chapman, Matt Chapman, like I mean that great, great defensive. That player. I mean that's a decent lineup. That's a very decent lineup. I mean pitching they probably don't have what they what they need, but they do have Barrios and Gossman. And then I was uh, looking at some numbers. Um, and yeah, they, they, they had Ryu, but I think Ryu's hurt. Manea, Sean Manea. No, it's it's Alec. Mino- Minoa? Yeah, I know what you're talking Minoka, about. Minoka, something yeah. like that. Um, had some good numbers. So I, I do, you know, I, I, I really enjoy And also, I do love their their color analyst. Their, 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 their color sh- broadcast. Shulman, right? Jan Shulman. Got it. I, I love it. The, Rod- I, I, the Rogers Center is sweet. Too. Yes. You, you been there? No, I have not no. been there. Okay. Gotcha. Least. I was going to say, I don't think you've been to Canada. No. So. I, I do not have a passport. I have not left the States. <laughs> You yeah okay well that's fine but the Blue Jays yeah they're my team obviously a difficult division because uh, New York um, you know where they're playing right now obviously you have Boston who's got some history well ba- um, Boston's not going to worry about right now it's, right they're, they're terrible they one hundred percent are uh, Baltimore that's is the playing, team right Baltimore there. is playing crazy yep. and and the reason why Baltimore might be playing so well is, is that who you got drafted by in the show this year again that is it's every year. <laughs> Uh, and well, then and obviously you got Tampa too. Well, in the Blue Jays, they fired their manager too, and I think that's kind of lit a lit a spark in them. They fired him about a month, two months ago. Sure, it's been interesting. Sure, um, you're forgetting one thing about the Blue Jays. Who they they do uh, Bruges are down three nothing now. Arenado. Um, 
Arenado. Okay, there's one of those corner guys we were talking about. Um, they have a local kid. They do. They from, do. I have him from Appleton, Wisconsin. Yes, yes. Danny, Danny, Danny Jensen. Jensen. He's uh, he's not a great hitter, but it, honestly, at the, at the catching position, you don't have to be a great hitter. I mean, right. your job is to control the game. Right. And if you get, you know, if you hit two, you hit two fifty. That's pretty good for a catcher. Well, I mean, that's pretty good for a brewer. <laughs> yes, it is. Brewers would take that. Um, yeah, Brewers would take that and run. But yeah, he, he's from Appleton West High School, and he's been up there for a couple of years. He struggled. He, this has been his best of the year. Um, he was hurt for a while, but he's had a decent year. I also like that Remiel Tapia. Yep. I, I, I just a guy who's gonna slap something over here, slap something over there, and not just swing for the fences. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy getting on base speed. I'm not saying you gotta bunt guys over all the time, but they're putting pressure on defensive plays. They're all the fun. Time. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah. Right? I, I went to a, a Brewer game this year where they played the they play the Blue Jays, and I was excited just because they, they do have so many guys that are fun to watch. The Brewers won. Rowdy hit two home runs that game, and it, <laughs> it was a fun game. It, it was over before it started. Sure. Um, I do like Jose Barreos, or how do you yes. pronounce his name? Yeah. He's a monster on the show. He has yes. a sick, sick slur pitch. But yep. uh, Yeah, I, I, I like the Blue Jays. I think that's a fun pick. Um, like I said, hopefully they get into the playoffs. That'd be embarrassing. Do you, do you know their current record or anything? Uh, like they were the same as the Brewers. Well, they, they lost today. I was going to say... So, so, so I, will be the so, I so I was all excited to you know doing some research on the Blue Jays today, and I turn on the TV. They're on MLB Network, and they're down eight nothing to the Guardians. Who, <laughs> who, who we all the, know. Gar- the Guardians are also playing well. We, we all they're the Indians. Yeah, I, I can't call them the Guardians. Like it's so weird calling just, them the Guardians. Just like Washington, I can't call them the Commanders. I'd rather call them the football team in football. The Washington football. Oh team. God, I know. It's it's tough. I mean, I'm not trying to get political here because. I get There's why no they room changed for politics. It. No, on this I show. get why they changed it. I'm just saying it's hard to adapt differently to it. But yes, they lost eight nothing today. So the curse of Michael. <laughs> uh, anything else on the Blue Jays? All right. What, 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 next time we talk, they're gonna make a run. Okay. They're gonna make a. They're in the wild card right now. They're in the wild. They're, I, they're it's in not the, a bad pick. They're it's, in it's a the, fun team to watch. They're in the the wild card running right now. Yeah, you're not picking a. A doormat. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not rooting for the Yankees. Um, I was Astros. Don't mind the Astros. Yeah, all the cheating's gone. So I mean, mm-hmm. El Tuve's still there. Bregman's still there. But I like Dusty Baker. I mean, the dude's old. And he's I'm mic'd up. Yeah, I'm mic'd up. Um, so my team, I picked an NL team. Uh, my, <coughs> my team, if they don't make the playoffs, something went very, very, very wrong. We've seen this team go through an epic collapse hey, before. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, I we got. We've seen this team I, go through an epic. I got reason before. to believe. Okay, I'm rocking yeah. the new the New York Mets. All right, oh. they're currently 73 and 39 in the NL East. All right, and one one reason I think that they're different than the Mets of the past. Right, so the last time the Mets were really good was 2015. Terry Collins, he went to the World Series, lost to the Royals. He's he was was his ass in a jackpot? Yeah, that, that's, hey, that's, <laughs> that's another great, that's another great John Boy break that one up. Yep. You got with Sorry, the jackpot. Yep. Oh my All god. All right, but anyways, so the Mets. The <laughs> first reason I think that they aren't going to collapse like they have in your past. Buck Showalter's the manager. Buck Showalter's been he's been a very manager. good manager for a long time. He very was there at the manager. Yankees when Jeter was first there. Yeah, had a good run. I think he was in Baltimore. When he they went to Baltimore team. when they were good. That was Manny Machado. That Correct. Was... And Adam Jones. Ad, yes. And, um, yes. When Baltimore is very good. And yes. they got to an ALCS. Yeah. So I think I, they he, lost to the Yankees in the in the. He, he's, ALCS, he, he's won quite a bit. 
Like, th- this is the first time since Terry Collins stepped down as manager of the Mets that they actually have a, a manager who knows what he's doing. Because they had Mick Calloway, who was more, mm-hmm. he was more worried about who he was, what woman he was looking at in the stands. All right. And then last year they had, I think it was, it was Luis Rojas, I believe. It gotcha. was something like that. And, gotcha. I mean, he was a manager up in the minors for them, but yeah. just wasn't a proven manager. Buck Showalter is a proven manager. Buck Showalter is one of those old-school throwback-type uh, managers who um, it should have won already in, yeah. in New York yep. um, when I was watching that thing on Jeter as well, the captain. Very good. I, I, you know, not a, not a Yankees fan, I told you that, but Jeter, I, 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 I never liked Jeter, but the more I watch of this, like his rise through his career— it, it, He's just a good dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, just a he's good a dude. Fun, he's an easy guy to root for. Correct. He's an easy guy to root for. But yeah, Buck Showalter, um, did he did he have any stints in... in uh, he might have been one other place, I believe. I want to say he was in Arizona. I think it was Arizona. But I don't, I don't think he was very good there. I don't think that they were... That was probably when, I they, don't think when they, they were first... I think that was right when he got fired or let go of the... Of the Yankees, which was actually interesting that Tory ended up calling Showalter to be like, "You should take this job back yeah. in New York." Yeah, um, that that was interesting to hear about in that captain documentary. But yeah, yeah I believe and, he was in Arizona, and, and, they, and they weren't very good. And they said that uh, they're Stein, 500. Steinbrenner also wanted him yep. back, and he was so stubborn, he stuck to his ways and said, "If you're which gonna, I would be too. Yeah, you if, fired you. You let me go. If you're gonna, why would I come if, yeah, you? You're gonna treat me like." Like crap, I'm 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 leaving. I'm sticking to my guns. So I, I respect him. For All right. That. So, anyways, um, the Mets. We were just talking about Schwarzer and his team. Their their stats prove it. They're top five in batting average in the, in the league, second in on base percentage, and they're fifth in OPS. They don't hit a ton of home runs, but they have guys who can do it. Um, they they have Pete Alonso. I mean, he's probably the unnamed captain of that team. He's been there for a while now, and he's been an All Star multiple times. He's, he's at 30 home runs this year. Already at 100 RBIs. We talked before OPS plus that stat. If you're at 100, your average he's hitting 151 for OPS plus. So very good player. All right, then they have Jeff McNeil at second base, another All Star. He's a guy who doesn't hit a lot of home runs, but he's hitting 307. He's on base percentage of 361. And then another guy they have in their lineup that has been such a big change from this year, last year, Francisco Lindor is looking like a yes. good Francisco Lindor. Yes. He's hitting 270. He has 20 home runs, which is the same amount that he had last year. He had 20 home runs all last year. He's already at 20 this year. He has 81 RBIs and has an OPS plus of 120. And that's not a that's not a hitter friendly stadium. No, no. So I mean, seeing Francisco Lindor, is, and he's been a guy who's been in the World Series, lost the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So having Francisco Lindor back and kind of that star that he was in Cleveland is big for them, I think. Sure. Um, and just a guy who has some playoff experience. Uh, in the in the outfield, they have Tyler Naquin. They just acquired him from the from the Reds. That's sure. a good good pickup. And then the other one that they back. have is uh, Starling Marte. He was an All Star this year. He's hitting two ninety two as a three forty four on base percentage. So they get on base. Yeah. Um, no, and it's, then it's fun. I'm not going to deny that they they're fun to watch. I'm just ugh, New York. Ugh. It, it, it's an interesting town, but it, it is a good. The fans there are loyal, but they will let them hear it if they if they don't like what they're seeing. Sure. Um, another reason to cheer for the Mets. Do you know how else they traded for? Big Dan Daniel Vogelbach. Oh, I, I mean, that is a that, that is a Brewers legend, Dude. and he is he, he is raking in yes. New York. Since he's got to New yes. York, he's already had three home runs, he's got three, I, and I he's love, hitting like three thirty. I love his they, swing. Just, they already they already love him there. Yeah. So yeah. okay, if you if you don't like the Mets, there's a player to cheer for, Daniel sure. Vogelbach, because sure. the, the, 
with the Brewers, he was awesome. I'm glad they picked Rowdy over Dan. I mean, Rowdy's a better hitter, more cons- just more consistent, probably better fielder. But Daniel Vogelback's a fun player to watch. And he's just Rowdy, a dude everybody Rowdy loves. Rowdy younger, too? I think Rowdy's a little bit younger, too. Maybe yeah. maybe one or two years, but sure. overall better upside. Yep. Um, and then when you look at their pitching staff, I it's mean, the, the key to their pitch staff is if Jacob deGrom stays healthy. Yeah. And since he's came back, I mean, he's been lights out. Lights out. Um, he, he's had, he's only had like two starts, but he's been lights up. Uh, and then, you know, they have Max Scherzer. Yes. The dude's just like Justin Verlander. He's old, but he's still slinging it just fine. Uh, and then they have a couple other veterans who are proven guys. They have Carlos Carrasco, Chris sure. Bassett, and Taiwan Walker. Mm-hmm. Every single starter has a sub-four ERA. And, I mean, the thing is, we know in the playoffs they're not going to go five starters. Nobody does. You, you don't so you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna throw at least one of them in the, in the bullpen. That's going to help your bullpen. But their bullpen's already good. They have arguably the best closer in the game, Edwin Diaz, who has probably the greatest oh entrance in MLB gosh. right now. If you have not oh checked out gosh. the Edwin Diaz do you wanna, do you entrance. Wanna, do you want to play the horns is, for him right it is, now? No. Like, it, oh is, it is unreal. Gosh. Unreal. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. But uh, anyway, it's a his, bit obnoxious for me. His, I'll, his, I'll say that his ERA is at one point three nine. Yeah. He's probably going to win reliever of the year if he keeps up. I mean, he, he's always been a good closer. He had, his first year with the Mets was rough. Sure, but he's where's been, he from? He's good ever since. He was from the Mariners. They traded I, uh, the Jared Kelnick trade. Okay, the Jared also Kelnick Wisconsin from, from kid. Kenosha. Yeah, so Wisconsin kid. Um, he was sent to the Mariners for Edwin Diaz. Uh, he's had twenty six saves, which is third in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also not just Evan Diaz, they have Adam Adam Adovino. He's been a, yeah. he's been a really good reliever for a long time. Um, um, he was with Colorado. He was with Colorado. They went to the Yankees. Yeah. Adam Adovino was the pitcher who gave up the walk off to Mike Mustakis. Yes, he was. One of the NLDS that yes, I was, was there for. That was insane. The dude's yes, also like six seven. But he, I mean, he's a really good pitcher. He's got a his, funky delivery. He does, too. and he's six seven. It's yeah. like he's hard. To, he throws it down. Hard to on find you. the ball. Yeah, he throws it down um, on you pretty hard. But ERA two point two five. Another guy in the bullpen they have is Seth Lugo. He's been he's been with the Mets for seven years. Yeah. So he's, it's just another good arm, a good veteran. Uh, Michael Givens is another good veteran that they have in the in the bullpen. He was with Baltimore, and then he's hopped around a bit, but good good pitcher. And then Trevor Williams, he's a spot starter for them. His ERA is just above three. Uh, You've probably heard the name. He was at Pittsburgh, and then he was mm-hmm. at Chicago. He was a starter, but they mm-hmm. put him in the bullpen, and he's been really good as well. Sure. Um, so a lot of good things for the Mets there. I just pitch pitching is really really good. I, I, probably the best staff in the in the National League. Um, they have stud bats, a good me- mix of veterans, and then like I said, they're just fun to cheer for. With Daniel Vogelbach, you gotta love him, and then Edwin Diaz. That that entrance is unreal. You know they're not gonna win the division. Braves are coming. They, no, they, they, Braves are coming. Phillies, Phillies are coming. Phillies are coming. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the Mets, but um, I want them to blow it. That would be an epic. I just need someone to beat the Dodgers, and I think this is the team to beat the Dodgers. <laughs> I hate true. the Dodgers so that is much, true. so much true. that I think this is the best team to do it. So I, I had to ride with them, um, and and I hope they do it because I, I really don't mind the Mets. I never have. I liked him when I liked Jose Reyes when he was there. That was he was the first Met I've ever remembered growing up. He was just a good player. Um, I like Pete Alonso. The dude can just hit the polar bear. Um, and they're just I think they're I think they're a fun team to watch this year, and they they have a lot of guys who can make plays, and they're a good baseball team. I, um, I get it. I do. I do. I just don't. 
you know, there's other teams I want to root for, like the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, so with that, uh, we will we'll transition over some golf. Uh, we had the first uh, first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. We'll transition over some golf, um, and we'll uh, we'll keep up to date on how our teams are doing, how the Brewers were doing, but we'll transition to some golf right now. So this week, top 125, first week of the FedEx playoffs, 125 golfers. I believe I saw 120 of them were in yep. today. Yep. Or, or yeah, a couple dropped were, out. Yeah, that were in for the week. Um, so top 70 are advancing. Don't ask me how they, they Not calculate. top 70 on the leaderboard, just top 70 right, in the top FedEx Top 70 standings. in the FedEx Cup. Yep. Don't ask me how to, how to calculate the number. I have no idea how they calculate their number. But a uh, couple, couple, uh, you know, big things. They're playing at TPC Southland, Memphis. Um, I saw they got three inches of rain um, over. I want to say the night before. Um, so first day they were playing lift clean in place. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's basically if you hit it in the fairway, you can mark the ball, clean it. And replace it wherever you want. So scoring is usually the, going to be better. The greens were very soft on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, felt uh, like we're back out of Irish waters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Irish waters was soaked uh, too. Um, but a couple, a couple of good things. So obviously we're doing this on on Friday. So we've got two rounds in. Um, Rory, Spieth, and Scheffler have all missed the cut. Um, already uh, this week, but are all still going to be in next all, week. All are still going to be in. That is that is accurate. And Shuffler's still going to be in first place. Yeah, he can't. I well, I shouldn't say that. It depends who if, ends if up. If Cameron winning. Smith would win, he would overtake him. But, probably Sam Burns too. Yeah, but as of right now, JJ Spawn leads at minus minus eleven. 11. If he would win, Shuffler would still yes. still stay. Yes, because in Spawn's been interesting because he won he won like a month or two ago, but. He I, won I a heard while ago. He missed four cuts in a row after. Yeah, that. so he really hasn't been playing. Well, he's had a, he's had a difficult um, difficult time. He he was um, misdiagnosed with diabetes, like type Oof. two diabetes or something like that. So he ended up changing his diet, and then he he got back on uh, he got back on a, a weight regimen that got him back, and now he's now he's playing well. He won earlier. I want to say in, on the West Coast. Um, it's just a weird weird. Thing yeah. that happened for sure. It de- it definitely is. Um, but so so like I said, top seventy are going to advance. Um, I know. I, I want to feel like next week um, they're playing somewhere on the East Coast. Uh, let me look that up here real quick. Uh, that would be the BMW Champ. They're going to play at the South Course in Wilmington, Delaware. Don't know much about the course. Um, I kind of like it in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Obviously, the end of the year is going to be at East Lake. Um, but, but hard, hard course, yes. very hard course. Yes. Um, I, I struggle on the video. It, yes. It is a difficult, it's really tight fair. Like you gotta, you gotta stripe it. Um, it's all about driving the ball well. Um, but like I said, this, this week, there's so much water around that course. Um, today they, they really tucked some pins in, uh, in some tough places. So scoring wasn't as good today as it seemed like it was yesterday um but you know there, there are some, some big names at the top of the at the top of the list so it, it's it's going to be a very interesting watch um I, I definitely think that 
Um, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that this weekend is is basically transitioning because you gotta think guys are playing for president's cup points already too um you know tony finau is on a heater right now winning two weeks in a row um and then he took last week off um i can think of a couple guys that are up there who i don't choose in dk because whenever i choose them they suck now, uh in denny mccarthy qu- and question Brian question Brian for Hunter. you so you talked about finau taking a week off so scheffler speak and mcelroy they all took Multiple weeks off. Yeah. Right. I mean, Rory had a quote where he said, I didn't pick up a club. Yeah. I didn't think golf. I didn't yeah. eat a vegetable for two weeks. Do you think right. that it's something to do with them missing the cut? I, I do. Mean, I, I didn't pick them that week, this week just because they haven't played golf in so long. I do. There's that fine line where you can't, where it's difficult to play five weeks in a row, six weeks in a row. Yep. Um, but you got to have some tournament form. You can't just go out here and be playing. With you know, it, sorry, kind of like the live tour where you're going out there, you're playing a fifty-four. We don't hole. talk live on this I, podcast. I get it, but that's what I'm talking about. Is the fact that you're going out to the you, you can't just like tournament golf is a different animal. You can't you can't tin cup it, show up, say what's the course record, yes. and just expect to go out there. Yes, go on a ripper the night before and then try and go play some tournament golf. It's not that easy. You have you have to be in form, and so uh, I was watching the the the, um, the broadcast today, and somebody said, "Oh, um, you know, Scheffler's uh, pl- been playing all these weeks in a row." I'm like, "What are you talking about? He, he hasn't even teed it up since the maybe open. his, his like, home country club." Yeah, like with a, with a, what, what with are a you talking in his about? Hand and- so he's gonna have a couple more days off, but he's got to tighten some things up. He was putting atrociously not Scotty Shuffler like no no he, he putted pretty poorly on Thursday played all right today but you know they're still gonna make the cut and you, you 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 can't you can't win a tournament on Friday but you can lose a turn or on uh, Thursday but you can definitely lose a tournament yeah absolutely um so who are the who are the golf before we get into our DK for the week our DraftKings who are the golfers that you typically follow who are who are the people that you you like I mean, we, we, I know who your biggest yeah. golfer is. You can yeah. tell everybody else. He's got yeah. a crush on this guy. Has the years. biggest, the biggest. Uh, Justin Thomas is an absolute uh, stud. He can hit any golf shot that he needs to. He, his driver is not the best, but when, he com- when it comes to shaping a shot or hitting the big shot, he's proven he can do it. He's won 16 times on tour already in two majors. You want to talk? I mean, at twenty nine, he's already a hall of famer. Already a hall of famer. Kid is special. Um, he, he, you know, he puts it well. He, he, his best. The best stat about him is fifty to one twenty five. Um, fifty yards out to one hundred twenty five yards out. He's best on tour. Um, he's special with his wedges. So I love Justin Thomas. I mean, the biggest thing, his, his biggest thing, is just mentally. I mean, usually if he goes out and shoots two over uh, on Thursday, he's shooting in the over par again on Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's usually his prop. I mean, he he will he will grind it out. I mean, there are times where his you know sometimes his seventies. I mean, he's had some like, hot mic moments that you could go yeah, find on YouTube that are yeah, that are interesting. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I mean, where know, he's just out, but it's yeah. No, I, I mean, I we've all been you. there in a golf course. I so. got you. I got you. I think the with with him with him he he's literally got every shot that you need in the game of golf. Um, and I absolutely love watching him. His short game's amazing. 
Uh, I would say that, like the reason why he hasn't won as much as he has lately is because it's putting. He just he hasn't been making a lot of hasn't been making a lot of putts. Well, and, and winning now was a lot harder than it was 15, 20 years ago. I mean, yes. you yes, know that's true. what Tiger did was incredible, but he wasn't facing the field that he's facing. You know nowadays it's getting easier. Well, with, yeah, with, it's with, the, with the tour that will not be spoken of. On this, on this <laughs> it's cast, getting easier. On this podcast, um, but, uh, definitely, yeah. uh, there's a couple a couple guys that I, I like following. Obviously, um, you know Kisner, um, ain't a hobby, ain't no hobby um, in his Southern draw. Love it. Uh, Joel Damon, enjoy him. Uh, but the two other golfers that I really like to follow um, are Victor Hoblin. I, I agree. He was one of my favorites. Victor well. Hoblin and Max Homa. Yeah, those uh, are my those are yeah, my other two, two as well. Two guys um, that are they're really fun to to watch. Um, Max just has so much fun on the course. I mean, he, he, he does. You can tell he's a goofball. He's yeah. probably the best Twitter following. Yeah, golf. he is. He's a great Twitter follow. Yeah, he he's he's a cool guy. Um, so I try and watch I try and watch those guys play as much as I can. But in the end, I Justin Thomas. I try to watch. Uh, pretty much with PGA Tour Live, Justin Thomas is most of the times on, so you can see every one of his shots, and I, I love to. Well, and in Victor, Victor's a great, great golfer. I mean, his chipping is the problem. It is his short game. Um, but, but when he's got it going on, he should win three to four majors by the time his career's out. He's he, yeah. I, I really thought he was he was going to make a good run at the Open, and um, he just you know. I mean, Cam Smith obviously played excellent. Cam Young played great. Um, you know, he didn't make as many birds as he wanted to. But the thing is, is you got to put yourselves in that. You put yourself in that position. Um, and he's already done it once. He'll continue to do it again. Victor Hovland is a, is a guy to watch out for. He's good. He's he's a great player. And speaking of the Open, my my favorite golfer is is Rory McIlroy. Hey, the dude just says swag. I mean, you see him. You could see him walk from a while away because he does that little. When he's playing thing, well, when he does when he, that bounce thing. When he's playing well, he, was it, he doing that today? It, when, it's when he been the cup? it's been really fun this year to have Rory back to yes. you know good glory. Yes. I, I think when he was struggling the last couple of years, it was a lot of personal stuff. He didn't sure. have his personal life, the, the the life off the golf course figured out, and yeah. now he's married. Believe he has a child. Yep. It, he's just. He, he even said this year, golf just isn't as important to me. And sometimes that's all you need. You, yeah. you just need the men, kind of the mental break right. where it's like I go home and I don't just think about golf. Right, right. So he, he's he, he's in a good mental space right now. And 90% of the game, 95% of the game is men, is between the years. Well, and the, th- and the thing about Rory was he didn't he didn't lose the Open Championship. He didn't play bad. No, Cameron no. Smith just came out and won it. Yeah, he was making um, everything. And, and I think the great thing about our two favorite golfers, Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas, they are the most anti-live golf yeah. tour. Yeah, they're Any all of the players about on the tour, yeah. they, they have absolutely destroyed it. So yeah. I love hearing that. So we are going to eat some big crow if they leave. I, we are gonna eat I enjoy Justin Thomas. I enjoy Rory McIlroy, but they're not going anywhere. I don't think they're. You can guarantee that. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, think it, it will be interesting after the playoffs are done to see how many yeah. people bolt. Yeah, I mean they're um, talking about Cam and, 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 and what and what the out. what the PGA is gonna do because yep. eventually if all these players go to live, the PGA is gonna have to do something. They are because I tell you what, I'm not scrolling onto YouTube every no Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and watch golf. I'll just be done. Unfortunately, yeah, I know it, it is um, tough. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'll. They, it would be you would they, they would lose too much. In in sponsorships 
Um, yeah, nobody wants to touch the blood money. Yeah, they would they would lose too much in sponsorships. Uh, a tour like they are, the longevity that they've had. They, they, you're right. They got to figure out something, uh, and I think they they ultimately will. But quite frankly, Patrick Reed, Brooks Kepka, Bryson, Bryson, go. I don't care. Leave. I, I want to deal with you. I, it doesn't matter. Like, I. Well, I don't think it's and a I know people I, like them. I don't think it's a problem if if you know if this league turns into you know the where where Phil's at in his stage or where Tiger's at in yeah. his career, where it's like they're not really good enough to compete on the PGA, but they're too good for the senior. You know, you could turn it into something like that, but it's just I don't think it's going to happen that way. Yeah, um, but I also don't think there's enough golfers now. The the difference is is golfers between. 40 and 50 years old who are good. Sergio Garcia, Hedrick Stenson, Phil mm-hmm. Mickelson, those types of guys, like like Phil, he could be on the he could be on the senior tour right now. But he's too good for it. He, you know, he, well, he, I, he I get that, but you, but he's there he's there because of age. There aren't many guys out playing live that are over 50. Correct. But it's it's Pat Perez, 46, yeah. 47 years old. It's but those guys. Again, like Pat Perez. When you, when it's, other, it's, other, it's than, other than the money. If you, what, what Pat Perez says, he's like, I've I've been on the tour for 20, 20 plus years growing up. I get that. Yes. That makes sense to me. Yes, but, it's the but, 40 to 49 years. I'm totally on board. It, it's when you're pulling the top amateurs, that's when we get a problems. We're, well, uh, and most top amateurs who have never played on the PGA correct. Tour. Correct. Can they come back? Eventually, it's going to get worked out. We're not going yeah. to talk a whole lot about this because, yeah, frankly, I don't I care know. about it. I know, I know, I know. I know. I um, so let's go through our DK picks. Yeah. You'll start with your lowest uh, lowest price point. I'll have to go mine. We'll just keep going back and forth like that. You can go ahead and start with yours. Okay. Um, tell us if they made the cut or not. Tell us why you picked them. So I did I did two drafts. I always do two drafts. Um, so the, the first one that I did, um, the lowest... The lowest pick, uh, Wyndham Clark. How okay. much was he? Uh, Wyndham Clark was uh, sixty nine hundred. Yeah, and I, I thought about picking Wyndham Clark as well. He was in my lineup, and then I changed he, it. He's been playing, he's playing really well. so well on Thursday and Fridays. The yep. biggest thing is getting over the hump on a Saturday or Sunday, getting but, contention. But when you're paying sixty nine hundred, you don't need him. Right, you just need to make the cut. I need another thirty six holes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, then we went uh, with another Oregon guy, uh, seventy-seven hundred Aaron Wise. Okay. Um, also been playing really well lately. It's just he's he's playing he's been playing good golf. Um, also made the cut. Wyndham made the cut at minus six. Wise is at minus three. The cut was minus two. Um, the next guy was Billy Horschel. Yeah, I picked Billy too. It- Billy boy. Billy, Billy, Billy. Billy's a problem for me because he, he's he's a good golfer. He is. And again, he's another anti-live guy. He's ripped those guys to shreds. Yep. yep. But um, it seems like he's just one of those guys, every time I pick him, he doesn't deliver. Yeah. He... Every time. All he needed to do was shoot even today, and he would have been in. He's... Yeah, I know. He's on a... He's on a very... Like, I don't... I've watched him on, on PJ Tour a little bit today. I mean, he, he won a tournament this year. Was it the Memorial? Um, yeah, I don't know. He, he won a tournament this year. Can't remember. Yeah, I mean, he won a tournament. He had a good course record here. Uh, he's finished twenty fifth or better in four of the five. His four to five of his last trips at TPC Southwind, 
And then he's finished with three top twenty sevens in his you know in his four last four starts. The biggest thing with when I watch him today, he he's talking to himself. Yeah, he's not. Like, he, he's he, not. He's not swinging it. He's, he can't. He's one of those guys who can't grind. He's either on or he, off. He is a good grinder, but when mentally he's not all about grinding. That, that's what I mean. He, yeah, when he's not about it, he, right now he's fighting it. He he really is. He's fighting his swing. Um, the hole number one or his first hole today, CMT off. Hits a cut right down the middle, uh, perfect swing, and then has about 130, 125, 130 in, and he leaves it 15 yards short in a bunker. Like a professional player does it, and he's talking to himself. I knew right then and there it wasn't going to be pretty. Well, and he, he almost had a chance because he was one over through through 15, 15 I believe went it was. birdie, birdie, and 16, then he went birdie, birdie, and if he birdies 18, yeah, he makes I, the cut. I know, I know. Flor, Florida Gator, right? Florida Gator. Florida, Florida Gator. Next guy, uh, 8,600. This guy is so underrated. He hits it so well, putts it well, doesn't get a lot of love. Sam Burns. Yep, I've picked him a couple times. 8,600. He's won twice this year. Three times. He's three won times. three times okay. already. I, I, I've picked him plenty this year. I've, yep. I've rolled the Sam Burns wave. Yep. And he's he, good, he made good the cut. Um, you know, shot 65 yesterday, 61 today. But, um, or I'm, I'm sorry, 69 today, one under. But the difference is, is that morning wave where it was lift, lift clean in place, getting in the rain, and then Yesterday, today where yeah. it was where it was more in the afternoon. Um, you're just not gonna, you know, it, it was tougher, tougher conditions today. I did pick Spieth. Uh Yeah, that didn't go well. Uh, what are you in that five over? Yeah, four over. And he's another guy. He just, I, I think uh, he just took too long of a break. Well, and and those guys who are so far up in the FedEx yeah. that they're pretty. What, I wouldn't they say probably, he's guaranteed for East Lake, but if well, he, they if probably he, look at this week as like kind of their tune-up for next week and exactly, getting into it. Exactly. But whereas for, if you're between 125 and 70, correct. you got to play well this week to get into next week to get you. So it's a different mindset. But DraftKings wise, it's frustrating. Yes, when it, you're uh, when you're picking them, it's hundred percent is. And then uh, at uh, 9300, I picked Cam Young. Um, he did he miss? He he made it on the he buried eighteen to get okay. on the number. Today. I saw he was one under. He was struck. I know I was. I'm like you got to be kidding me. Well, he started really bad yesterday. He did, too. but then he went. He yeah. birdied like five of his next. He might have got up to three over yesterday. Yeah, but he he didn't finish three under. And I'm looking today. He's at minus one. I'm like, what is going on? Well, he ended up birdieing eighteen to get in the playoff or get in on the cut on the number. So in that DK of a hundred, I had four guys make it. Um, obviously that was Spieth and Horschel miss. Yeah. The problem is, is that was my higher price. And, and by the way, we are a DraftKings. We don't do FanDuel. We've no, always no, done DraftKings. No, so DraftKings. DraftKings, you ever want to shoot us yeah, a merch or yeah, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Promo codes, insane. whatever. Promo we are, codes, we are let, DraftKings let us know. all the way. Let us know. Um, and then my other one, I went Adam Scott. He was my cheapest. Adam Scott, seven yeah, under. He's, Adam Scott is a guy who... He had, he hasn't won this year. I don't think he won last year. Or, but, but he's he's, he's, he's just good. Yeah, he's, he's just been, he's, he's a good golfer. He's been really consistent lately. Aaron Wise was my only crossover. Okay. So out of the two DKs, I picked eleven guys. He was my crossover. And how much was Adam Scott? Adam Scott was seventy five. So that's crazy. Whereas if you're playing him in the tournament like last week, I bet you Adam Scott's about ninety eight. Yeah. You know. So uh, Aaron Wise, I did Max Homa. Uh, he played well. Seventy nine hundred. I spent. He shot four under day one, one under yesterday. So he's obviously in. Um, 
we were talking about heaters. Sometimes you got to run them hot. Uh, I'm going to call him Tom King, Tom Kim. Uh, he, I was watching a thing on him. He said that that's what his his uh, name stands for in in Korean. So I'm going to call him Tom Kim. Uh, four under. Um, he was the one that won last week. Okay. And then um, he was eight thousand. Uh, Colin Morikawa, Colin Morikawa, eighty-seven hundred, was playing great. Had it up to seven under today. Ended up going double bogey, bogey in the middle of his round. Ended up at four under. Shot one under today. And then you can't do a DK without picking Justin Thomas because the guy just makes cuts. Uh, so I spent uh, ten thousand two hundred on him, uh, but I got all six guys on the cut or inside the cut line. So. Making two bucks in that one. Well, and, and the interesting is, is that Michael will always tell you that if a guy won last week, he's usually awful the next week. So for you to pick somebody that won last week is interesting. Well, nor- normally you're like, I'm not touching him with a ten foot pole. No, usually it, it is the it is the FedEx Cup. So usually he's, he's not going to. Usually that. what it is, usually what it is, is okay. A guy goes out and shoots sixty two on a par seventy, so shoots ten under, and then he, you know. I got a brother that's always like, oh, I'm going to pick him tomorrow. Don't that's, pick him. That, that's, don't, our, that's our oldest brother. Don't pick him tomorrow. That's not the pick that you want. Because that, that 62, do you know how many things went absolutely perfect for him to shoot 62? Don't pick him tomorrow. That's why I don't. It's, just, it's unrealistic. That's why, I don't do, that's why I don't do the dailies. That's why I do the weekend. Or the, the, the full tournament. Yeah. Well, and. We a couple, a couple. It was probably about a month, month and a half ago. We both picked JT Poston, who won from wire to wire. wire you and wire. I were talking. I think was that the John Deere Classic he won. Might have been. Uh, yes, I believe okay. so. And, and we were talking about when just how rare it is to see a guy go wire to wire because that means wire. he literally shot under par every but single but time. On, but on Sunday, on Sunday, he had a lead. On Sunday, he was he was. Uh, I think he only he might. I think he was tied at one point. And he ended up having some birdies in the middle of the round to kind of get off the schneid a little bit. And he ended up pulling away. But it wasn't like he was determined that he was going to be winning. Yeah, I, you know, right away. He didn't have like some eight-shot lead going into it's Sunday. Just, it, it's like rare that. to see a player go wire crazy wire. from wire to wire. And normally, the guys who win their bad round in, in the four rounds is usually one under, two under. Or even. It, it's not over usually. Right. Unless it's, you know, it's the U.S. Open or something right, like that. Right, right, But... It's just, it, it's so hard to pick guys that go 10 under. They're not going to do it again tomorrow. Right. Uh, so my, my DK lineup will go here. Uh, I just play for quarters. I'm cheap. I don't have as much money in my account as, as, <laughs> as Michael does here. But uh, So the first one I picked was, was Ches Reeve. He was 7,100. The reason I picked him was just course history. Uh, he's finished top six in his last four attempts here. Three of his four. So he, he's played well. Uh, he won the Barracuda Championship, which was the same tournament as, as, the, as the Open. The open. Yep. And then uh, he finished at eighth in the Travelers. Yep. So he's playing well. Uh, he made the cut on a number. He, he finished at two under, which when you're paying 7100 again, that's all you want. You, you want to get the 36 me, give holes. Me 36 more holes. Um, that's all I want. So Andy's going out tomorrow earlier in the day. Which usually means which better scoring. Which usually is better scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not... It's a little different because it's the FedEx Cup playoffs, so you're you're... You know you have to go out and shoot it. Usually you're shooting the low numbers when when you're just free and not worried about anything. You got to go out and get it tomorrow. But Correct. And, and the guy like Ches Reeve, he can. 
you're probably just like, I have nothing to lose, though, too. Correct. I mean, he's Correct. not expected to get in. He can go fire at flagsticks tomorrow, he, and, if he's he, been, and if he's on, he's going to be playing well. He, he, he's a notable name for 7100. Yeah. Um, the second guy I picked was Cam Davis. He was 7200. He made the cut on the number as well. Okay. Uh, on 18, he had a very difficult up and down to get in, and he put it within three feet and sunk the Perfect. par to get in. Perfect. Uh, the reason I t- he's from he's an Australian. Uh, he, he has four straight top 16 finishes. I mean, so he's played very well recently. Oh, yep. um, he had top 10s at the Barracuda and John Deere. Uh, and then, I mean, the last time he missed a cut was in May. It was the Wells Fargo. So yeah, and, he, and he's played really well. Honestly, that's the thing. I'm not picking guys to win tournaments. That's difficult. You're not, picking, not in the 7,000 range. You're picking, guys, you're picking guys to make cuts. Correct. Uh, the next guy I took for 7,800 from England was Terrell Hatton. Uh, I think he's a very underrated player. He, he is. He's a good player. He's had cut. some. He's had some success on the FedEx in the FedEx Cup before. You, you he finished want, seventh in twenty twenty. You want to talk about hothead though? Yeah. Like he gets on himself, and he he can be a hothead. Well, and, and he finished even today. He shot five hundred yesterday. Shot, yep. Shot even today. Got in the cut. Um, he missed the cut at the Horizon Irish Open, but since then he's been in the top twenty five in all three tournaments. And then and they're, they're all bunched up there too. Yeah, he was a top ten in last week's Wyndham, so it's like why why not just take you a, think about take it? How many made the cut? Is it eighty? Is it eighty some guys that made the cut? It was top sixty five plus ties plus ties. Yep. So I mean, I want to see how many ties are are out there, but um, the 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 big thing with those guys is. Um, yeah, so it's the top 60. Um, it looks like there's, there's probably 75 guys made it. Um, the the big thing with that is, you know, when you're when you're making that cut, you if you're on that number, you were rising. Mm-hmm. You're definitely rising on that. Yeah. Uh, the next guy I took, we talked to him before, is Billy Horschel. He missed missed by one shot. Uh, just didn't have a good day today. Whatever. Uh, won't, won't, we talked about him. Uh, the next guy I took at 9,700 from the US of A was Tony Finau. I mean, for 9,700, I think that was the best value probably in DK this week. The last two tournaments he's played in, he's won. I mean, you could argue he's yeah. the hottest player in golf right yep. now. He won the Rocket Mortgage and he won the 3M. I just felt like for 9,700, you, you got to take him. Now, I'm always worried about taking guys like that because it's like, okay, eventually it's got to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's playing really well. And at the start of the year, he wasn't. So I think he's kind of getting back to his form. Uh, just a big dude who can swing it. Um, yeah, so Tony Finau, just, he's been the best player on the tour the last couple of weeks. And then the last guy I took, uh, I take him a lot. He, I, one of the probably the most consistent guy in the tour is Matt Fitzpatrick. 9,800 yep. from England. He's six under. Um, the obviously, biggest thing with him is he plays he plays difficult courses well. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's what you need. And he's a grinder. Obviously, he won the U.S. Open. Um, and in his last three trips, he has two top six finishes. You know, people said he didn't play as well at the open, but he still played well, still made a cut. I mean, finishing tied for six and tied for 21st is not playing well for 9,800, not even in the 10,000. I mean, yeah, he, he's too good of a golfer not to take there. Right. Um, some guys I thought about taking didn't end up pulling the trigger. We talked about Wyndham Clark. You took him. Uh, I thought about taking Brian Harmon. He's another guy who's just very consistent, I makes cuts. I can't do it. The guy uh, plays so bad. If, <laughs> if I pick Brian Harmon, he's going to play bad. It, it just it, it never fails. It never fails when I try and pick him. Um, another guy I thought about taking uh, was the Sahith Thigala. Yes. Uh, played well yesterday. I think he shot even today. Yeah. Um, but he was up in the lead for he a He was, while. and then he, yeah. went, then he bowied a couple holes. Yeah. And then the last guy I talked to talked to him was JT Poston. 
uh, played really well yesterday, yesterday. Did not play well today, but made the cut. And JT Poston was in the low seven thousand. So yep. just another guy who can make cuts. But um, I had five or six guys make it. I'm just outside the money right now, but I, make money. I, I I feel good about it. Yeah, you'll make um, money. At the end of the day, I'm playing for a quarter. I'm not I'm not like big spender over here. Uh, but yeah. I, I feel good about it. <laughs> but I think I think going forward, Billy Horschel's just the guy that I can't pick anymore. Yeah, Billy boy, Billy boy, it just didn't have it today but what i was going to say before is that uh 75 guys that, that are in right now within nine shots of the lead so it's going to be bunched up yeah it's good you know somebody goes out and has a nice uh, you're gonna and and every you have to go this weekend it's not to get into the playoffs anymore you're there you have to try and get into next week and then get in the next week it's going to be it's definitely important well and it's not the the weather forecast is good for the weekend. They said sure. there's no rain. The rain was all all through, came on Wednesday. So it might firm up a little bit. It might. So that can even bring people back you know yep. back down to back down and if you're playing early in the morning you can make a you can make a run. So it's it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting to watch tomorrow. Yeah. Uh and anything else golf wise you wanna talk? Good. I think all right. good. Uh, so that about wraps it up for us for this first episode, the inaugural episode of Two Bros Talking Sports. Brewers are down 3-1 right now. Brewers are down 3-1, bottom of the eighth. Um, like I said, we, we need to win tomorrow with Burns on the mound. Uh, I think for our next show, it's going to be a lot of college football. We, we, we've talked about doing that, some fun stuff with that. Obviously, we'll talk Brewers. We'll keep talking to them until they're done. Uh, we'll talk some more golf. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully, we'll talk next week's round. If not, we'll definitely... We'll be on by yep. the time the, the East Lake Tour Championship, whatever it's called, is on. And then, you know, football's coming, so maybe we'll talk a little Packers, too. Uh, but, yeah, he- heavy, heavy, heavy college football is that coming up. A little bit. Did you see that touchdown today by Dobbs? I, I did. I, I, did I, 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 like I, like the, I like the throw more by Jordan. Well, Lewis, you know but, what? Uh, but you, I like the separation because Love isn't going to be throwing but, uh, that ball. Rodgers is well, going to be throwing Do- that Dobbs ball. also did have a nice drop on the next, he did. next possession. He that did. was right in his midst. It was he probably did. an easier catch than the touchdown but uh, that's very true yeah so yeah heavy college football we'll talk some brewers we'll talk some golf and maybe a little package